Welcome to the podcast for the women, where I get real with you about the real struggles we as women have. It is my mission to remind you of the powerful, beautiful, worthy woman within and shine light on the food and body struggles that we all go through. I especially shine light on orthorexia, an eating disorder not well known nor talked about. Plus, you're going to get a whole lot of inspiration and empowerment along the way. Let's do this thing. This is by far my new favorite quote. This quote comes from Tara Brock, who talks all about mindfulness. And I actually heard this quote through Libby from Liberated, who is a grief counselor who hosts a podcast called Grieve Better, which I have been listening to and taking a lot of notes on. So I went to the park this morning, had Libby in my ears talking about Grief 101, and she said this quote, and it was just like, like my mind was like, yes, this, (laughs) like this is now my anthem. And she said that Tara Brock said, It is not survival of the fittest. It is survival of the most nurtured. Just take a moment to let that sink in. It is survival of the most nurtured. I put a twist on it and I say survival of the fittest is survival of the most nourished. Now, there are so many contexts for this, right? Like when we talk about nourishing our body, when we talk about nourishing our soul, when we talk about nourishing our emotional state, our mental state, just like all of these things that we can nourish. But I love it. Like the word nourish is probably one of my favorite words in general which I feel like for the work that I do with orthorexia and bringing to light things around food struggles and helping women to heal their relationship to food and their relationship with exercise and their body, the word nourish comes up a lot in what I talk about. And so I didn't necessarily think about it in way of nourishing yourself basically in the way that you would nourish yourself when you are trying to get out of diet culture, trying to find this anti-diet intuitive eating approach, when you are wanting to step into freedom around food and body, nourishment comes up a lot in what I talk about. And not only like, oh, you know, nourish your body with all your vitamins and minerals, it's like nourish your soul, which is exactly what I was missing in the very, very, very strict diet that I had myself on was I was not nourishing my soul. I was nourishing my body to an extent. (laughs) I was a little bit undernourished still, but I thought that I was nourishing my body, but I was not nourishing my soul. And what I mean by nourishing my soul is eating the pizza, eating the ice cream, eating the things that I loved that I always said no to, but it was like, that that nourishes your soul. Like, sometimes you just need a really good bowl of ice cream because it's good for the soul. So now I look at things in terms of like, what is going to nourish me, mind, body, and soul, not just body? So now when it comes to grief... 
because I'm going through a lot of grief right now, I'm looking at nourishment in different ways. So nourishing my body with food in general because when we're going through grief or a very emotional time, we tend to not want to eat. So looking at nourishing my body. But more than that, and I believe this is the context that Tara means it in and what Libby was talking about is nurturing yourself. Nourishing yourself through things that make you feel really good. And for me, this, my definition of nurturing and nourishment, because we all are going to have slightly different definitions for what that means for us and what that means for us, depending on what we're going through. So what this means for me as I'm moving through grief is what are those things that even if just for a moment When I'm doing them, I feel okay again. I can tap into a sense of happiness. I can tap into a sense of peace. I can tap into a sense of gratitude. Those are really nurturing and nourishing to me right now. So I went to the park this morning and I sat in the grass and I let the sun hit my body and I was listening to this podcast that also goes through breath work. So I'm also doing this breath work. And in that moment, I got a sense of extreme gratitude and peace and a feeling of, I'm okay right now. And I knew that that was me nurturing myself. It's like asking yourself what you need in that moment to feel okay again. So many times we just want to push through and do all of the work and all of the to-do lists and all of the things that we think we have to do, right? It's like, oh, I'm so busy. There's so much to do. But are you even taking time to nurture yourself? And what does that look like for you? Nurturing is close to self-care, but not the exact same thing. There has been a lot of talk about, oh, self-care, self-care, self-love. And what does that really mean? For some people, it's just showing off that they can go get massages and facials and take baths with really pretty bath bombs. But that's part of it. But that's not all of it. And everyone else has their own definition. So when I think of self-care and when I know I'm lacking self-care, things that I go do, number one, first and foremost, I get myself in nature. I know that planting my feet in the sand or in the grass helps tremendously. I know that having the sun on my face helps tremendously. And I know in the winter, that's a bit harder trust me, I know I used to live in Pittsburgh for 23 years. So what other ways can you nurture yourself? It can look like taking yourself on a date. My friend and I, we used to take ourselves on like whole foods dates because 
you know, we were in college and Whole Foods can be pricey. So we were, it was like a treat for us to go to Whole Foods and get some of our favorite foods. And we would potentially sit in one of the booths with our kombucha and just talk. And like, that was really nurturing. The other thing that I have found extremely nurturing right now is being with friends. And when we are in a pandemic world, that makes it a lot harder, right? I think a lot of us are craving connection as a form of nurturing and nourishing ourselves. So any way that you possibly can get connection is a way to nurture and nourish yourself. And that one is huge for me as well. Another one that is huge for me is physical touch. A hug. So if you live with someone, physical touch, hugging, cuddling, snuggling, things like that. Again, not all of these are possible for every single person, depending on what your circumstances are and where you live. Other forms of nurturing and nourishment is like diving into a good book. Like that is so nourishing for my soul. I love getting a good book that's like a page turner that you cannot put down. Art is also very, very nurturing and nourishing. So we see there's all of these different avenues that we can take and there's all of these definitions that you can use to define what nurturing and nourishment looks like for you. When we're a child, nurturing is when your parents are taking care of you or when you have someone to take care of you, to feed you, to clothe you, to hold you, to love you, to give you physical touch and connection and give you the basic needs that you need as a child to survive. And it is also meeting your emotional needs, your mental needs, and being available for that. Many people, myself included, did not always have a hundred percent of that nurturing nature. So as adults, we may not have gotten that na- that nurturing and that nourishment in our childhood. And so it's especially important that we are nurturing ourselves now. And I will tell you something because this theme keeps coming up in my life. And it, it all started with Cereal Sundays when I talked with Sabrina. Go check out that episode if you have not. But we talk all about Cereal Sundays and how childhood foods can actually support people through recovery. So after her and I had that conversation, all of these different examples of how childhood things can actually support us as we are going through many different things, eating disorder recovery, grief, heartbreak, loss, all of these different things. So what I found was Things that reminded me of my childhood felt very nurturing and still do for when I am going through grief. Just as foods that I ate in my childhood really helped me through recovery and also through grief, things that I did in my childhood or things that I experienced or things that I ate in my childhood are very, very supportive right now with helping me through grief. So when we look at our inner child, maybe it's easier for you to think of yourself not as an adult right now and like, how can I nurture myself? But picture yourself as your younger self. 
what does she need? And if you've never done inner child work, I highly, highly recommend it because it is a beautiful experience and it takes you out of your adult body and mind and puts you into your childhood self where a lot of our pain and trauma comes from. And it's asking our inner child what it needs. And it's looking to what we did in childhood and how we coped and how we found comfort in childhood. Trying to relive some of that and bring some of that back. Of course, if it was healthy and (laughs) all of those things. But really tapping into that inner child can help you heal in so many different ways. And all it takes, and it's simple and it is not, (laughs) is sitting down and imagining your inner child before you and saying, what do you need right now? And whatever comes to mind is a very good clue of something that you get to do. And if that, if you're not there yet, simply thinking about What in your childhood did you used to do that you loved to do that you can go out and do now to remind you of those times? That is extremely healing. I am now in California. I used to live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There are are days where I want to go back and be in certain places because that feels really comforting to be around places that I was in my childhood. Other things that feel really comforting from my childhood are things like doing things that I did when I was younger, playing volleyball. Anything that involves play is totally amazing for healing. Anything that involves play. So I was a runner and I was a volleyball player. So those two things feel really nourishing right now. Other things like foods, talking to people from my childhood, past friends, past, um, you know, people I went to school with, people I grew up around in my neighborhood, games that I played in my childhood. So like I loved card games, still do, but don't play them as much in my adulthood. However, like I will take any opportunity right now to play Rummy 500 because that was a game of my childhood. It was also a game that I always played with my dad. So that feels really nourishing and nurturing to do, especially as I'm going through grief. And then art, because when we're kids, we're always coloring on things, whether that be an actual coloring book or the wall. We're artists by nature when we're children. We're always exploring things and wanting to create things and build things and And so drawing or coloring, I have like an adult coloring book on my iPad that I will just color in because that feels really nurturing and nourishing. All this to say, my new favorite quote is, (laughs) it is not survival of the fittest. It is survival of the most nurtured or my little spin on it, the most nourished. And no matter if you are experiencing grief or if you are experiencing eating disorder recovery or simply experiencing a tough time in your life right now, I encourage you to look at all of the ways that you feel nurtured and nourished and to reflect back on things from your childhood that may support you further 
in feeling nurtured and nourished and checking in with that inner child of yours to see what she needs and going out and doing that. It is so nourishing. It feels so amazing. And it is a really, really amazing way to start a healing process or simply to feel a sense of, I feel okay right now. Let me know. You can find me on TikTok at my new handle, which is soul underscore nourished. You can also email me. I would love to know what you are working on right now, how you are nourishing and nurturing yourself. We got this. We are on a healing journey and you're doing a kick-ass job. <laughs>